do we want to open it up? Two questions? Um, no, like <laughs> intro, <laughs> introduce the new episode. <laughs> we want to open this up to criticism. What are you guys' uh, thoughts? How do you like this? How do you like the podcast? Anybody, can you, if you do like it, can you leave us a rating and review on iTunes? Um, well, welcome back to another episode of So Good So Far Podcast. How's it going? How's, what, what have you been up to lately? How's life been? Life has been pretty awful. I mean, it kind of just depends relatively. What is like a normal amount of breakdowns to have per week? Depends on, well, if you're going to school and working at the same time, Uh like four to five, because I remember that's about how I was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having about three to four right now. Mm -hmm. So I haven't quite hit it, but yeah. When you get to finals, for sure. Mm -hmm. Four to five to seven. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, but I'm only taking three classes. So. Okay. So that makes sense. So breakdown to class ratio seems about right on track. Almost one to one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm struggling. Honestly, I'm, I'm really struggling because like I was saying last episode or maybe the episode before that design is hard design. Mm -hmm. Not only that design major is a lot of work. I also work 40 hours a week and I get paid like crap to do that. So it's not working. So I've actually decided that I'm going to quit my job. I applied to work as a server, which I don't, I know that I was done because thinking about working as a server was a relief. That's when you know that you're done with your job. Yeah. Yeah. The money will definitely be better. Yep. The money will be better. Yeah. So I am going to be having more time, which means more time for the podcast, more time for school with design work. A lot of it is just like, Once you figure out your idea, a lot of it is just like, not, I don't want to say busy work, but just like work that you can do while like watching TV, basically. Yeah. It's like like, executing it. Executing it. Yeah. Which is really great because I can just watch tons of TV and I have. You're like, I I can and I will. Mm -hmm. I can and I will. Yeah. I watched an entire British baking show season. Of course. Great show. The entirety of Umbrella Academy. Have you seen that? Oh, no. Is it good? I've heard of it. Yeah. Great, great show. Honestly, at first, was not a huge fan of it because I don't like superhero things, but it's not really a superhero thing. And I think it's like, it's something that could be right up your alley. Okay. And then now I'm starting The Good Place and I'm already almost done with the first Oh, episode. you've ne- you'd never watched it? No, I have. I've watched it. Oh, this okay. Time, yeah. I'm oh, mostly okay. re-watching shows because I think watching new shows is a bit harder if unless they're like reality tv like british baking show but like if you really need to pay attention i feel like it'd be hard to do that and did you get a stanley cup yes oh my god you were influenced weren't you i was influenced it's 40 ounces though if you think about it think about me Mm -hmm. i drink a lot of water Mm -hmm. and this thing comes in handy the one thing that's like not good about it is like it's not good for traveling like it has a straw and it, it's, it's going to like slosh around. You can't like put it in a backpack or something. You can't put it in like mm-hmm. a side pocket big, but I love it. <laughs> My emotional support water bottle. She's going to town on that thing. I'm okay. Thirsty. I'm going to do a quick, I don't really have that many recommendations or even life updates because I've just been so stressed with school and work. So I just wrote a few things down. This is a little segment I like to call things I haven't followed people for. 
because I've been unfollowing people a lot lately. I love okay, it. Here's this first one. Going to a Justin Bieber concert. What are you doing? <laughs> you're, you're 32. You don't, you don't need to go to that concert. I'm sorry. Um, you say about 32. Okay. Uh, that's actually true, but his music is still, is not. And also does he even do music? I don't even know. I honestly, I guess this, this is not going to be well perceived anyways. <laughs> using wheel like w-e apostrophe l-l instead of well oh oh like the contraction wheel yeah. go do something uh-huh yeah that's the worst yeah they use that's a that- straight to jail thing yeah that's a straight to jail thing okay for apparently being 15 i didn't realize that this person was 15 and i was following them Kids look so old now. I know they really do. So I for apparently being fifteen, that's <laughs> Jackie's straight to jail, and they're like, "Why'd you go to jail?" Oh, because that person <laughs> was apparently fifteen. Um, and then I I followed someone for making a bagel out of cauliflower. No, true. No, true. No, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna ruin bagels like we're that. We're not gonna ruin bagels like that. Exactly. You get it. Okay. So my final thing that that was all of them, but I'll have more next week. Don't worry. So my final thing is that Alt J came out with a new album last week and I was listening to it. And my thought about it was Alt J is like if aliens learned how to make music well. Are, are aliens not that good at it yet? Normally they're just not that good at it, but Alt J has figured it out. <laughs> okay. And can we have a discussion? We don't have to, but would you be able to have a dis- do you have the capacity to have a discussion about wedgies? Unfortunately, I have to say no. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine. I was just wondering. Is it a lot? <laughs> no, I just do you think that like should we be talking about it more? Like I I have a wedgie half the time I'm alive okay and is that too much I just need to get a feel on (laughs) yes that is way too much 50% too much and then I also I just feel like can we normalize it can I tell people like hey like I have a wedgie right now just so you know (laughs) wrong is it necessary (laughs) is it wrong that's like hey I didn't brush my teeth today and you're like Okay. I, I mean, I say, I say, hey, I forgot to put on deodorant. Don't come, come too close. What is and it like? Say, hey, I have a wedgie. Like, don't give me another one. Like, <laughs> what's the trigger warning for? I just say, you know, like we're walking into the movie theater or something. I go, God, I have the worst wedgie right now. I guess like if you're just trying to make conversation. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's about the little things, you know. But it's just first and foremost, you should. Am I wearing the wrong underwear? You should reassess the size of your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Is it too big or too small? I can't figure it out. Too small. It happens no matter what. (laughs) You're doing something wrong. I think my ass is just too fat. (laughs) Jackie's ass is too juicy for this. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that was a that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what's going on in your butt crack? <laughs>
my life has been actually really interesting since we last recorded and it, and not for any good reasons, unfortunately. Um, oh, actually, no. Jackie and I haven't talked. And so actually, this is not going to be news to Jackie right here live on the air. And it's not, it's mostly bad news. My grandfather passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Two weeks. It's okay. It's okay. I'm he so was sorry. really, he was really like sick. And also he was 92. So it wasn't like unexpected, but it was still obviously like really sad. And so I like took a day off work after that just to like relax. That's crazy. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It was just a weird week and weekend and weird vacation. It was a weird vacation. Yeah. It wasn't really a vacation at all. I was mostly just sick and then at a funeral. Yeah. So it was not great, but I'm feeling a lot better and I'm going to, I have like a really big weekend coming up. I'm going to Steamboat for this like work ski trip, but I'm not skiing. I'm just like going to do other stuff. I'm going on like the snowmobile tour and stuff. So I'm going up and doing that. And then after that, I have like some other stuff I'm going to, I don't want to say, so I'm like surprising my dad with this we're going to see Nate Bargatze, but he doesn't mm-hmm. know, but it's like a re- retirement gift. Cause he just retired and like sold his business and he doesn't know, but by the time this comes out, uh, it'll already be passed. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Also, yeah. he only thinks we're worth four stars. He probably isn't even listening. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, that's basically my whole life update. And then I have some recommendations, like actually really solid ones. Nice. For once, because usually I'm always like, oh, I'm just like rewatching Friends. So my so, first recommendation is Friends. <laughs> my first recommendation is Friends, not Ross. Um, <laughs> you'll hear more about that in the episode. Um, no, my first recommendation. I just watched this movie, or it's a documentary. I just watched it a couple nights ago. It's on Disney Plus. It's a National Geographic documentary called The Rescue. It's the story of the Thai soccer team that got trapped in those caves. Mm. in thailand Mm -hmm. and they were rescued and it is crazy like most i mean i'm sure most people know the story it was in 2018 like in the summer i think and basically this soccer team these kids were like i don't know 10 to 15 or something hiked into these caves in thailand with their coach who was 25 and it started raining and they got flooded into the cave and so basically i mean you can find the story online so this isn't really like a spoiler. This is like a huge, like international story. Like every news station. Did they in the get world, out? Don't tell me. They every station <laughs> in the world was covering it. They were trapped in there for like eighteen or nineteen days, maybe more. Did they not have food? They didn't have food or anything, and for so all, all of the time. Well, no. Like they were found after maybe like eight or nine days, actually. No, I think it was like six days. I think after six days, they were found by these cave divers who went in, who were looking for them. Like everyone knew they were trapped in there. They just didn't know, are they alive? How are we going to get to them? They were like very, very deep into these caves. And so they were found by these cave divers. And then the cave divers just had to like leave them there because they had to go back and like be like devise a plan to get them out because they were going to have to dive these kids out on a two and a half hour cave dive caves, which are barely big enough for just your body to fit through horrifying. I will say if you're going to watch it, if you have any sort of claustrophobia, it's very stressful. Like Mm -hmm. being underwater, first of all, is already like 
triggering to some people. I don't even think I'd want to like scuba dive ever because you go so deep and you can't just like come up. You have to like come up very slowly. You cannot panic. Like just would not be safe for me, honestly. (laughs) And the fact that you're like in these caves, you literally can't come up. There's no air. You're in a cave underwater. And so how did they survive? Well, they like are these, they're these professional cave divers. Well, they like are the best. No, but how did the soccer team survive? Well, they getting into they were in this, so they hiked into the cave. There was no water Uh in it. Okay. Then it rained while they were hiking, and the cave filled up with water like very quickly. This cave is like runs through an entire like mountain range, so it's huge. I don't know how they got as far as they did, but they did. And did the cave like collapse? No. So like there's these really narrow areas that fill with water. And then every so often there's these chambers that are basically like little pools and they're open. And so you can come up and like breathe. So they and were so underwater they got, for. Well, no, days. like, no, 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 no. They, they hiked into the cave. Cave uh-huh. is dry. They hike in, they get to some sort of chamber area and the cave starts filling up with water. Now they can't get back out because it's there's two water. miles of water. Right. It's like okay. miles of water, but they are in this area where they can get up on like this hill inside this little like rocky dirt area that is basically like a beach above the water, but it's still in the cave. So in this mount, like inside this mountain range in these caves, basically the cave drivers found them, had to leave them. Obviously they didn't, they couldn't get them out. It's a two and a half hour dive and they had to dive out these cave workers or something at the beginning that was a 30 or I want to say it was like a two minute dive just to get these cave workers out. And the cave workers were panicking, like thrashing around, like freaking out, letting go of the air thing, like feeling like they couldn't breathe, like all this stuff, these adult men. And they were like, these kids are never, ever, ever going to survive a two and a half hour dive through the caves. And mm-hmm. so what they did was long story short, I mean, I don't want to like spoil it, but basically this is, it was like a very famous story. They had to, um, sedate all these kids with like anesthesia and basically oh, put wow. them to sleep and give them like Xanax and stuff. And then dive them through the caves. And it was really difficult because it's like very dangerous being on anesthesia. You have to have all these like specific things. Otherwise, like you can die really easily. That's why there's so many precautions around. Like if you have to go under anesthesia for anything. And so anyway, it's crazy. It's like a great story. They all make it out alive, which is like not Insane. really a spoiler. It's not a spoiler, but like, I mean, that it's I, crazy that, that they makes even it were easy able to, to watch. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a, it was a like very, very highly publicized story. Like if you didn't already know it, sorry. I, I knew that that happened, but I didn't know how they got into or out of it. Yeah. Okay. So my second recommendation is Euphoria. I finally watched Euphoria. I watched the first season. The second season is almost over now. So it doesn't even matter, but I'm not caught up, but like I watched the whole first season. Really good. Highly recommend. I will say it's a lot. Yeah. Um, I actually had to mute all of the words, all the characters' names on Twitter because- So you don't get spoiled? No, it's just because it's annoying. They would just like say sentences. Like I knew what they meant, but they were about euphoria and then like thousands of people liked it. Oh, because you don't, 
Because you haven't watched it, you mean? I haven't watched it. So I was just like, what are all these tweets about Lexi and Nate? Who the fuck are these people? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I've been noticing that too. And I haven't watched the second season. So I feel like I keep almost getting spoiled. Mm-hmm. But it is good. Like, even above, like, the storyline, the acting is amazing. Zendaya is phenomenal. One of the greatest actresses of her time. And, yeah, the everyone who's in the show is really great. The acting is really great. The music is phenomenal. And I'm sure like some of the songs you probably heard, like a lot of the songs from the soundtrack are like really popular on TikTok and like Instagram and stuff. But the entire soundtrack is by the artist Labyrinth and it's just so good. He is just so good. The music is fantastic. Even if you didn't watch the show, the music would still be so good. And then the like production value is just like Mm -hmm. above and beyond anything I've ever seen. And then aside from that, the story is like really great too. It's just a lot to take in. I wouldn't recommend like binging it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would recommend like watching maybe a couple episodes at a time and then like taking a break. Anyway, I'm catching up now. So I'll keep you guys posted as I watch the second season, which I'm about to start. Okay. All right. I personally would really just want someone to get really drunk and tell me, tell me the entire plot of every episode, because that seems more fun to me. So if anyone wants to do that, I'm looking for that. Yeah, I'll consider it. (laughs) Yeah. So that's all we have for an intro today. We are having a guest on for this podcast, for this episode, and we don't really give him an introduction. So we're going to give it to him now. Yes. So we always ask people for three things about themselves that they want us to kind of intro them as. And the things that he gave me, oh, well, do you want to introduce him? I think we should just never say his name. Never say his name. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, No, we finally have one of our biggest fans, Colin on the podcast. Colin is my friend from college who I met through doing improv comedy and who is just just the most supportive man I've ever met really. So Colin is three things I've heard. Yes. Colin is a um, rising Instagram star, 400 Mm -hmm. followers and counting. Um, (laughs) He was... Oh, he says this in the episode. So you guys will, you guys will hear the straight from the horse's mouth, but he was the head of his improv group in college and Jackie's friend. (laughs) That was the third one. (laughs) Those are his, those are his qualifications. (laughs) Those are his qualifications. Honestly, the last one alone is enough to be on a podcast. It is. It is. And we actually discuss it at length. So Jackie wasn't on at the beginning of the podcast. It was just me to start because we have some inclement weather here in Colorado and Jackie wasn't unable to get home, but she jumps on a few minutes in, but Colin and I discuss, um, who's a better friend with you, our long con to become your best friend and other things about being Jackie's friend. So it's a wild ride from start to finish. And it was great great conversation so we're so excited for you guys to listen to that enjoy okay how's it going 
Good. How are you? Good. Good to see you. First off, I don't know. Have you ever been on a podcast? Okay. I've been on a podcast. This is my first. This Uh, is my first podcast too. So, (laughs) well, this whole podcast. You look very official. You got a microphone. You got your headphones in. Yes. Neither of those things. That's completely fine. When we introduce our guests, you might know, we always say like, he's a blank, 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 like whatever, like things you want to say that like define you. It can be like funny or it can be serious. And, and then that's how we'll introduce you. So is there anything that you want us to say on those three things that you, it can be funny. Cause I know it's like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be like something serious. If it's like a serious episode, we'll like do something obviously more serious, but yeah, it's like your credentials. It's like a joke mostly. Cause we're not like having these high profile people on. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> you <I> obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rising. Instagram star. Okay, perfect. Maybe, Got it. Because I, I have I have 400 followers. Okay. Um, Jackie's friend from college. Okay. Former co-president of his collegiate improv team. Okay, great. This is perfect. Okay, then we'll say Jackie's friend. Which is your highest credential? Which is my highest credential? That's what yeah. I. That's, that's how I introduce myself to strangers. Mm-hmm. You're there. You're like you know Jackie, right? Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Jacqueline. Yes, exactly. And uh, they say, "Of course I do." And you say, "I'm actually one of her best friends." I maybe her best friend. Uh, Probably, yeah. She's my best friend. Sure, sure. (laughs) But I, I just get to introduce her as my podcast co-host, not even a friend. So, do you want to improve your relationship with her? Like, is is best friendship something you're aspiring towards i think so yeah i think she'll be happy to hear that when she hears this that we're both the this is what i'm manifesting for the year is best friendship this this podcast is really Mm -hmm. just a vehicle for you to become Mm -hmm. best friends it is yeah it's actually like i it's a long con for best friendship (laughs) even though well we did live together (laughs) for a short time in college but uh that was the beginning of the friendship and then i moved away so and you said, what have I done? What have I done? Literally. My, oh my God, this is, this is terrible. Oh my, my dog is just drinking water right next to the microphone. Can you, can you get that mic real, real close? Yeah, let's see. Oh some no, he stopped. ASMR. Of, have you become used to hearing your own voice or does that still throw you off? I think I'm used to it now, but it's, I, I actually really am used to it. Like now when I hear my voice, it doesn't sound as weird to me because I've listened to it so many times. But at first I was like, I'm going to throw myself in front of a train. This I, is I hate horrifying. this. this, is this it's is... so bad. Yeah. It, yeah. So I'm, it's better now. I used to just be like, why the fuck did you say that? Like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> but now, and we used to always like after the end of the episode, when Jackie would record, or I mean, when Jackie would edit, I would, she would edit, then she would send it to me. I would listen to it. I would send her timestamps of things that I think thought needed to be like cut out and or like fixed or whatever. And then she would re-edit it with those changes, send it back to me. Now she's just like, I released the episode three days ago. I'll do what you want with that. Like, we're just like so fast. In this. It's sent. It's yeah, gone. It's we're done. It. It's uploaded. The, anyone in the world can access it now. It's in the cloud. There's no going back. Right. Right. So, some server in the Philippines. Yeah, they they have it, and it's too late. Gone. Yeah, but I think she got better at knowing like what I would want cut out, and just like cutting out random little things that we say or 
when we go off topic and I stopped caring so much. And so those things bounced out, made it way easier. But at first you're so critical. You're like, people are going to listen to this. And then you just forget that people listen to it. And then someone will be like, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, I didn't even know it was available. (laughs) You're the one. That's great. I'm like, you're the one person that listened to it. (laughs) So it's also amazing how much easier your job gets when you care less. Mm -hmm. I used to get like so nervous when we were recording, especially to start the episode. It was so embarrassing. Every single time I would be like, okay, I'm going to start this episode. We'd switch, we used to switch off. Now we just kind of like start it. We just start talking and then we're like, okay, welcome back, whatever. And I would, she'd be like, okay, it's your turn. I'd be like, okay. Hey guys, welcome back. And I'd be like, that was so stupid. <laughs> Damn it. No. Start over. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> so, hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> nope. Hey folks. Like, I just run it back one more time. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> and now we just start. We're just so like fast and loose. But I think it's funnier because we used to be so on edge and like, what do we say? Like, we don't want to we don't want to sound stupid. We want to sound funny, but we don't want to sound scripted. And now we just kind of like talk and it's not weird anymore. So that's the evolution of the podcast. Two, two questions for you about that. Three questions for you about that. Do you have a pre-podcast ritual, like vocal exercises or anything that you do Uh, beforehand? I wish, you know what we do warm up by getting on this zoom call. So when it's just the two of us, the zoom call can go for however long And so once it gets to three people, it's only 40 minutes, but we get on this call or if we're together, we get together and we warm up our vocals by catching up on each other's lives for one and a half to two hours before we even start recording. (laughs) And we're always like, okay, shit, we have to start. Like we'll get together at six, especially when we used to record in person when I was living in Denver. So we would get together and be like, okay, six o'clock, we're going to start recording. We'll be done by eight. Like, it'll be great. Next thing you know, it's eight o'clock. We haven't started recording. (laughs) Shit, we have to start. So we finally start. We recorded for three hours. Next thing you know, it's like 11 o'clock. And yeah, that's usually how it goes. But when we have a guest, we try to like, we're, we're usually really good about like getting on, doing the recording, and then we'll do the intro after because we always want the intro to be like, really good to like get people, you know, hooked into the episode. We want it to be like funny and interesting and topical, whatever. And so if we just like start on the intro cold with like, we haven't talked really that much. We're just like getting on. We're like, okay, let's get started. We're in a mood from work or whatever. We're just like, okay, well, welcome back. You know, like not, as, it's never as good. So we try to always do it after the guest or like we just talk for a little bit and then we just like start recording. And when you would do that, would you just hand Jackie like, hey, here's a here's a five hour block of audio. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it down to a manageable length. An hour yeah. and a half. Literally. Well, it would be well, we wouldn't record when we were just chatting, except for if we're on the Zoom. Then we'll like we start the recording at the beginning just to be safe. We used to have to line the audios up. Well, not we. When I say we, I mean Jackie. And <laughs> she would do you have, do anything for this? No, I, I show up and job. that is what I do. My job is actually to run the social media, which I'm not even that good at. It's not that I'm not good at it. It's that I make the post and then I post on the story and then I forget to do anything else the rest of the week. <laughs> like I'm, I'm done. We're good. And the thing is, I am like, I did it. And that takes me about an hour collectively. And it takes Jackie like six or seven hours. To 
And it was fine because for a while I was working and she was unemployed, which like obviously sucked. Like, not that that was like a good thing for her, but it was fine. She was like, I love editing. It doesn't bother me. Like I really enjoy it. And I have the time. So it was totally fine. And then she got a job at the library and she still had a good amount of time because she can edit at work and like do stuff like that. Cause she gets to be on her computer and stuff. And I don't, I can't really do that at my work. So it still worked out, but now, especially that she's in school, she has a lot less time. So that's like kind of why we haven't been releasing every week and stuff, because I know that she's busy and I'm also really busy with work and stuff. So we just try to do it when we can and it works out. Like we really enjoy it when we do record and it doesn't feel like this stressful thing that we like have to do, but you know, it's hard to like build up any sort of audience without like consistency and like all these different things, but it's hard in general because we don't have a platform. We didn't have a platform to begin with. And that's how a lot of podcasts like get going is they're like, Oh, I have 200,000 followers. I'm going to start a podcast. And it's like, well, yeah, you're going to have listeners. Of course. Right. Whereas like it's we're the actresses from the office. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) We're the top podcast, even though the podcast is like, I'm going to be that good, whatever. And, um, (laughs) no shade. Um, or they have a niche. So like no platform, but they have like a really specific niche. Like Mm -hmm. I listened to this podcast that is just these two men in their thirties recapping every episode of pretty little liars. And so like, it's super specific and they have a platform, they have a, like a big listenership because it's so specific. So they don't have, they didn't have a platform. No one knows who they are, but so that's, those are the two things we don't have either of. (laughs) So that makes it hard, but honestly, the people who do listen are so supportive and like, everyone's always like, this is my favorite podcast. And that's like our friends, you know, of course. So they're like being supportive, but they are just like, it's just like hanging out with you guys. And it's so fun to listen to. So that to me is like, I'm not out here trying to be like the best podcast, like or anything, but it's, it's fun to do. Yeah. And, and you make it for an audience of like, here are the 30 people that I, that I know listen to this and who care about it. And like, that's what I'm making it for. And yeah. if they like it, that means a lot. And then mm-hmm. if other people like it, that's great too. But it's right. like, I, I care about this core group of folks who yeah. like, I respect their opinion of art and yeah. me. And so I want to, those are the people I want to impress. Yeah. And that's what I think about even with having a following, any sort of like following on social media is like, it sounds really fun and cool, but it's like all these people that you don't know. And like, ultimately, let's be honest, like don't care about, like you can't care about 500,000, a million people. You don't like, you just get to a point where you're like, I can't care about all these people. Like I just don't. And so many people are mean to you and all this stuff. So you're like kind of jaded by this community. Whereas if you're like us and you have like under a thousand followers, like a regular amount of like your friends and then maybe some other random people, people, you know, it's actually, to me, that feels more like rich obviously you can't make money and stuff, but it feels more rich to share your life with people who know you because you know, they're really interested in it. Like mm-hmm. people with less followers have huge engagement. Like, do you know, like you understand social media, like engagement yes. percentage, which is the amount of your followers follower ratio to like how many people engage with your stuff. Well, obviously if all your followers know you personally, you're getting like this huge rate of engagement because everyone, you know, is like, commenting on your stuff or liking it. Whereas if you have a million followers, you might have like a 15% engagement rate, which is what, like 150,000 people or something out of 
my what, what's math? I don't know. Am I doing that right? <laughs> Jackie and I are always trying to like do math live on the air, and we're so fucking stupid. <laughs> and then and then math happens, and then we're yeah. numbers come out, and it's, it's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but are you? I feel like you get more enjoyment out of it having people you know interact with your yeah content. I don't know because you treat it you treat it like just a, an extended conversation. And yeah, yeah. This dialogue with your friends essentially yeah. in, in different ways. Maybe it's, it's not actively speaking to them, but like you put out a podcast and then mm-hmm. they comment on a post and then you write right. that comment. And like, that's how you keep this, these relationships going and this um, conversation happening with your yeah. friends. Speaking of podcasts and editing and the, the business of running things, if you had the resources to hire a, a staff person, like a person to, to take something off your plate, what would that be? I think I want to say editing because it takes the longest. Yeah. And then Jackie and I could like really focus on growing other areas and doing like more marketing and social media stuff, obviously ways to get it out there more. Really the nice thing about having a platform for your podcast is that you can make a lot of money on ads. Yeah. If you have a good amount of listeners, you can make like you know, six figures. It's insane. Right. And that's it for people with really big platforms, but like it could be done. And all you do so is mattresses and stamps and yeah. yeah, literally, literally toothbrushes, deodorant. Yeah. Like you can just like make thousands of dollars an episode. And, but you, you know, you have to get up to that point in your listenership, which we're obviously not there, but if we had, if we were going to hire someone, I think I would say editing, but I would also say maybe like some sort of professional marketing person or somebody to do like brand deals for us, like basically a manager of brand deals, but we're not really at that level. So I'd say editing right now. Wow. Nice. Thanks so much for asking all these questions. This is probably going to be in the episode. (laughs) That's great. Good. There there is a a point I want to bring up. Yeah. I feel like Nicole and I have the most or for a time definitely had the most developed relationship I've ever had with anybody who I've never met. Mm-hmm. where just through engagement on this podcast and like talking on social media and I'm like oh my god Nicole like I know <laughs> I know you I feel like, like we're, I feel like we're friends <laughs> I feel like we're friends and then we, we finally meet in person and it's like okay cool I, I sort of I sort of know your story but yeah like, you're like I actually kind of know you yeah <laughs> from from all the life updates and all that but yeah. Yeah. uh what's your what's your background in in performance or comedy or public speaking because I know Jackie comes from improv uh, mm-hmm. that's how we met but what's, yeah. your, what's your story with that so I never did improv I wish I had because I I maintained that it did equally or more for me in college than my actual degree mm-hmm. I'm sure because I mean what would you say are like well okay let me answer your question and then I'll I'll, yeah. I'll raise you a question um so I, I've never done improv and I've never done anything like in standup. I would love to do standup. Um, lots of, not to sound like everyone says I'm so funny, but a lot of people are like, you should do standup. And I'm like, this is, I have this is the place. Do it. crippling Stay anxiety. It. So I don't know about that. And it's not like, I'm like, oh, I'm scared. They won't think I'm funny. It's like, oh, I don't want to have a panic attack on stage. That would be like, not the place to have one. And I just have panic disorder. So I'm sure, you know, from the episode. Um, but so that's really the only thing that stops me. Thankfully it's just one of those things. Oh, Jack, she's here. 
She's with us. I can, <laughs> She's I can, with us. That's her. Hi. Jack, we're good. Nicole and I are, are carrying this podcast. You can, you can. Yeah. You can just uh, bow out respectfully from the whole thing. All right. It's like I did not find that funny. Hi. Oh my god. Are you okay? Yeah. I, I you, are, you are winded. Yeah. Anyways, sorry for the week. No, that's you- okay. Oh, just to just to catch you up, we were talking about how Nicole, her whole life, has been praised for her comedy and oh yeah, how she's just funnier than anybody else in any room that she walks into, mm-hmm. and just leverage that into her podcast career now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of just incredible how she's taken that curse and made it a blessing. <laughs> Jackie's just out here proving, proving Colin wrong right out the gate. Jackie's <laughs> the funniest person in the world. Um, okay. So here's what happened when you were away. Colin and I got on the zoom and basically immediately the podcast just began right out the okay. gate. Uh-huh. And so Colin was basically the host and okay. I was basically the guest. <laughs> well, he did tell me that he was going to interview us. <laughs> well, it's been, actually, he has like really good questions. I think he should join us. He needs to be a host with us. Yeah, honestly, what this what this podcast needs is a third co-host that mm-hmm. has a different voice than Nicole and I. Yeah. What this podcast needs is a white cis man. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's this, not enough of those in podcasting. This is what we've been waiting for. Well, that's the thing is, that's why we haven't blown up yet. It's because we don't have a white cis man. Yeah, that's honestly, that's what I was just saying. We haven't blown up because we don't have a platform and we don't have a niche. But actually, the one thing I forgot was a white cis heterosexual man on our podcast mm-hmm. with little to no experience podcasting. Yeah. You or know, or, or in life. <laughs> None whatsoever. Or just life. So- but you know what I do have? confidence that'll get you far and audacity audacity will get you really far that's the one thing men have so I have a question for both of you that I was just gonna ask Colin but now that Jackie's joined the conversation she can also answer this and that is what are the two most important things that you feel like you got out of doing improv the audacity (laughs) he was like it's actually audacity confidence and audacity uh (laughs) Two things I got out of improv. One, inability to step into a situation without knowing the outcome and being comfortable in that discomfort of like, I'm going to go on in a stage situation. It can be like, I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to say some things and then we'll see where it goes. And just building a plane as you're flying it has been very, very helpful in stressful situations, especially like when I worked in an advertising agency and everything changes so much and the client wants this and, and you know, your, your research plan or your budget is different. Like being able to handle that, not having a specific outcome you're searching for, but to have something, you have a plan and you have your, your skills and trusting in those. And then the outcome will be what it is, uh, has been very helpful. And then the second thing would be the ability to work as a team. And so part of that building the plane as it's flying is I'm going to go out on stage and I'm going to say something. And then I know that I have a teammate who is going to back me up and who's going to yes. And, and help me build this plane and catch me if I fall. Uh, And I'm doing the same for them. So we're always paying attention and we're always listening and we're always supporting and making sure that our teammates don't 
fall on their face and we can always jump in. And so just having that constant give and take of energy is very helpful to me. Cool. Yeah. And all of that was said with a mustache. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't look away. I want to hear what you're saying. And I just see the mustache. And no, honestly, I listen to every word and he's, he's sorry. I took some different things, but what you have to understand is that Colin's opinion is more valid than I am. Cause he was, he was the improver of the century. He was, he was the best improver that CU will see in a long time. And therefore his opinion is more valid than me that's that's not even a little bit true (laughs) it is it is and if you were to ask anyone that knew him it would be true but I will say that I learned a lot about improv and he said he said a few great things the one thing was about yes and I didn't so much think about it in terms of a partner but uh, I realized that you can get through a lot of situations by just yes anding people because really what people want is to feel validated and for you to share your story as well. So they don't feel alone. That's just like, that's going to be the main thing in any situation, just yes. Anding people. And that's the first rule of improv improv or is the first rule to have fun. I can't remember. Do you, do you know, Colin is the first rule. First first rule is improv. First, no. First first rule is. The first rule of improv is to improv. If. If you have armies in an adjoining territory and you, and you roll your dice, no, hold on. That's, that's risk. Uh, <laughs> no, the first rule of improv is yes. And, uh, and, and then the second rule of improv is to have fun. I, yeah. I just remember us like us being like, here are the rules of improv at, at auditions and things. When we were talking to the new people, You'd be like, here are the rules of improv. It's these rules. And then they were written in very plain text on the board. And then we'd like tear down the sheet or we'd like throw up the board or something. And then have fun was written in really fun script. Yeah. Uh, and that was a big, a big event. Cause that's the most important thing is, right. is to have mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. Uh, in, in life and in all things, not just, not just improv and not just comedy, but also in, in everything is to enjoy yourself. And, and it's just it's just a room full of theater kids. So they love nothing more than to dramatize the event and to throw up a board. Yes. (laughs) The second thing that I learned is that because there are so many awkward situations in improv, you can't have a situation that's any more awkward than what I have experienced in improv on stage. So it's like, if a moment feels awkward, this isn't even the worst, the most awkward moment I've been in. So it'll be over soon. It's fine. It's absolutely reset my barometer of like what makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll go into interviews now or, or whatever, where I'm, I'm being evaluated or I'm interviewing for a job and I'll be like, I'm not, I'm not nervous about this because I've had to freestyle rap in front of 50 people with no knowledge of how to freestyle rap. And, and like that's because I'm yes anding and because it's improv, the situation is dictated that this is now what I have to do. And I did it and it was kind of terrible, but I've gone through it. And that was a scary, crazy moment. I've done that. I can do this other thing now too. I have a question. Do you feel like when you watch the Olympics, you're like, man, I'm probably, I probably won't be there. And then you realize that you're 10 years older than most of the Olympic people. Yeah. 
because this has been something I've been thinking about so much lately is like I will never be in the Olympics because I am I am almost a 30 at this way too old (laughs) and I just in my mind I still think I'm like 21 is that just me you say that and then I see those curlers and that's true they're uh they're they're still partying and I'd Mm -hmm. say they're in there Either they're in their 40s or just the dadness of their lives and being professional curlers has made them, they're actually all 19, but they look like they're 40. Yeah. You know what? Actually, it's the pants. It's it's the cargo pants. It just, it throws on 20 years, no matter how old you are. Oh, the average age for U.S. curlers is 33.9 years old. Oh, 0.9. The oldest American curler being 45 years old. The youngest is 22. Oh, wow. So you could have a very, very successful curling career ahead of you if you started today. If I started today, but that's the thing. I have to start today. You could do it because you have an experience on ice. Oh, Uh, no. Jack, is there a a lot of, in the Venn diagram of curlers and hockey Mm -hmm. players, like, is that, is that just two circles? No, yeah, there's just two circles sitting next to each other. There's no overlapping. Oh, the overlap is the ice. Your skill set as a hockey player mm-hmm. is you'd essentially have to relearn a lot of a lot of new skills, is what I'm mm-hmm. hearing. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm just thinking out loud here. I have never been able to walk on ice without falling in my shoes. Well, yeah. I've heard one shoe. Fell, actually. You just fell on the way in here? Yeah, that's kind of what took me so long. <laughs> No, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying that this is why curling is just not going to work out. Do you think they have something on the end of their shoes? So there's one shoe that's like grippy, whatever mm-hmm. that means, probably like traction mm-hmm. has some sort of like spikes in it or something. And one Velcro. shoe that's slippy, probably not Velcro, something that would stick onto ice. Hey, hey Nicole. Hey. Hey, how, how'd you learn that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm a curling master. No, um, I work in sports architecture. Uh, You're the Duke silver of curling. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big secret. Nobody knows. Um, no, I very big deal in some, in some very small circles, mm -hmm. but Canada for one, (laughs) um, (laughs) Canada's huge. We we designed this curling center. So they have centers for like, can, have you ever heard of a center for luging? Um, I have not like specifically heard of it, but I, I believe it exists. No, there's specific. no way who, where would you even go? My theory is that they use elitches to practice. <laughs> when in the winter, in the winter, they it's freeze open. all the slides. Yeah. And then they luge down them. I don't know how accurate that would be to the setup at the Olympics is, is, are there like luge scouts just like walking around sledding hills? <laughs> they're like, I think, I think you would be <laughs> really good. Or at Elitches, they're like, kid, you have potential. You're so yeah. hard. <laughs> like, how do you get started so, on that? They're like, you they're didn't like, even get a wedgie on the, on that one. That, I don't even know what it's called. You know, that one where it just like, it's going up and then it's just a 90 degree angle down. They're like mm-hmm. not even a wedgie. That was impressive kid. For some reason, they're all, they're like smoking a cigar and wearing tweed. (laughs) No one's questioning it. Stick with me, kid. You're going to, you're going to go far. I'll I'll take you places. It's 90, 98 degrees outside. (laughs) You're fine. Um, Um, So, but, but what that question was kind of leading to is like, do you feel like an adult? Yes. For different reasons. 
and then luging. Uh, but yeah, I, so my adult moment was not like, was not seeing professional athletes and then, and being like, oh yeah, he's, he's 22 and just signed a $30 million contract for whatever sport like that, that shook me a little bit, but the, the main thing that made me feel like an adult was realizing I can go to the store and buy cookie dough whenever I want <laughs> and just be like, man, I really want cookie dough right now. Oh, look at this. I have a car. I have disposable income. I can just go. I can buy an edible arrangement if I want to <laughs> and eat it myself. It's just, it's all for me or a cake. It doesn't have to be my birthday. Like you can just like, like do things that were adults for when I was a kid would like lock away and make very precious and special. Uh, and now I can just like do those things. And so that was, um, that and going in the pool at adult swim were big, mm -hmm. uh, big adult moments for me. Yeah. Yeah. You got exactly to the heart of what I wanted to know is like, what was your adult moment? Cause I feel like I've just been having so much of those. And every time the Olympics come around, it's like, Oh, here is what happened in the last two years that made you feel even more like an adult than you had before. It's almost like a, a mile marker. And the cake thing, that's just loony. Like, think think about it. You you could go to the store, buy a birthday cake. It's like three months to your birthday. There's no birthday in sight. Yeah. You can come home. You can put candles on it. You can sing yourself happy birthday. And no one is stopping you from no doing that. Stop you. But you should go to jail for that. <laughs> that is a straight to jail thing yeah. for sure. Is it a fun Fetty cake? Because it's right to federal prison <laughs> for doing that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Do you do you have a, an idea of your moment, Nicole? I think it's one the Olympics. I've been thinking about it a lot this week. Where I'm like, all these people are younger than me. Also, watching The Bachelor and all the girls. Every single girl on there is like 21. Yes. And I'm like, yes, I used to watch this and be like, these are women. Like these are adult mm -hmm. women. Yeah. And now they're Granted, like, I think they are getting younger and younger. Like, I think they did used to be closer to 30 and now they keep casting girls who are like literally 20 and which is honestly insane. But I remember watching it when I was like 25 and all the girls were like 21, 22. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like full-grown adult these women on this reality tv show who are dating for marriage are younger than i am i've not once ever in my life dated for marriage so what what does that mean for me we don't know what have but, you dated for couldn't say birthday cakes money. yeah <laughs> money mm -hmm. yeah yeah um, yeah i've dated for very little i've dated for a switch once what does that even mean? I know I like I did. You could use it to use their switch. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's not good. Quick, quick note about the, the bachelor franchise. Uh, yeah. Been a long time fan uh, of it probably since high school. Um, when I thought that watching it would make me an interesting person. Sure. Uh, but we all we all thought that true. We all yeah. thought that we all had. You know, we were all different people in high school. We all had that moment. Yeah, we all had that moment. Uh, but I did write a paper in my college stats class, comparing the statistical uh, success rate of the Bachelor franchise, uh, 
because they always say like in, in the series, like, I just got to trust the process. Like I know, I know my wife or husband is in this group of 30 strangers. I just have a feeling and I just got to trust this process. And according to my sophomore level statistics brain, you have a better chance of marrying a random person in the population than you do meeting your spouse on any of the bachelor or bachelorette shows. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. If you think it's just completely random. So that means there's like, I think there's like 25 or 30 girls that start out. And so if you're on that show, you have a one in 25 chance. That's like not bad. So you're telling me I have more than a one in 25 chance to meet my spouse just out here. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, there were a couple factors that went into it, which was like, yes, you're competing with you, 24 other people and you get to spend mm-hmm. maybe three or four hours True. total with this person over four weeks, five weeks, 10 weeks uh, until you get proposed to. Yeah. Well, I think though, it's like your chances raise a little bit when it's, when you meet people through friends, because there's a chance that the people that you're friends with are going to be friends with people that you also like. So then that's why people meet, you know, their significant others or whatever so often through friends or mutual Mm -hmm. friends. So that feels like the ideal way because dating Mm -hmm. apps are like, no. And meeting (laughs) someone at a bar is like, no. As someone who spits (laughs) solid gold on dating apps, uh, I can tell you. Yeah, solid gold comedy. Oh, I'm sure. That's another thing that we can we can Which talk been, about. Has been covered on this podcast before. Oh. Um, but all all of my all of my hinge, uh, outreaches that are on my Instagram mm-hmm. have received no response. Which is just shocking. Like, if you're no, not receiving responses with these hilarious opening lines, I don't. I don't get are it. the guys who are saying W I W I D they're they're receiving the responses like maybe just are, no are, one's responses. I don't I, have a single fish pick in in any of my profiles, so that might be holding uh-huh. me back. I think. Oh yeah. Do you have a picture of you going like this in front of a monument somewhere in the world? Because that's no. like the new fish pick. Okay. Okay. No. So even then, even then, with a unique profile and a sense of humor, dating apps are a no go. There, so so far, I've, I've, yeah. So it's like shopping at Walmart, kind of. So how do you think opinion. of these? What? <laughs> how do you think of the hinge responses? Oh, like what's what's my artistic process? <laughs> Sorry, I just gotta know your artistic process. Uh, it's it's the same as it's the same as my process for making my Instagram videos, uh-huh. which is I see something. And then I think of a response. And so I type it out and then I read it. And if it makes me giggle, I send it. Or like, I'll, I'll think of a video, an idea for a video and I'll film it and watch it. And if it makes me laugh, then I will send it. So you never feel self-critical? No, because it's so little stakes. Like this- you did improv. Because I did improv and I have perspective. <laughs> but this does not, of the things that matter, this does not matter. Yeah, that's, uh, and I'm, that's I'm making this, yeah, I'm making this video or I'm making this, like I get more joy out of screenshotting my hinge lines and putting them on Instagram and like starting conversations with my friends about them than I probably would from if any of them actually landed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this for, I'm doing this for like 20 people and they're, you know, Jackie, Nicole, and then 18 other strangers. 
that's that's basically who our podcast is for yeah i know (laughs) i guess we have like we have like maybe two listeners that we don't know at all yeah that just shocks me every time i even think or hear of that because i'm like you have no obligation to listen to this and yet you do yeah here you are it's a good it's a good podcast any more questions sorry what well, I have a question for you guys that I, mm-hmm. that I thought of about like, your, well, dating in exchange for things like dating for marriage or dating for access to a switch. If you had to marry someone or date someone to get the services of their job for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, flight attendant. What job would it be? Okay, nice. <laughs> flight attendant i've thought about that so many why not like a pilot a flight attendant like doesn't have that much pull oh they don't i don't i mean i think they maybe get like Mm. free flights chocolatiers (laughs) (laughs) like with a pilot you could just like fly you around i I, all i want in life is as many biscotti cookies as i can eat (laughs) and i need someone who can a a biscotti chef that's what they're called <laughs> he's like don't find me on this i know <laughs> the, the thought being like yeah if you dated if you date a doctor you get doctor stuff for free or if you date uh no i wouldn't want that imagine living with web md <laughs> doing that <laughs> going to bed and they're like how long has your knee hurt you probably have cancer <laughs> this, is, this is my boyfriend quora he's got He's got all the answers. I would say like a personal chef or just a chef. Oh, that's yeah. a great. It would be my personal chef or a, mas- <laughs> a masseuse, like a massage therapist. Yeah. Free massages. Not yeah, because like- no, no person I've ever dated has given me a massage and I haven't thought like you should take a class on this. <laughs> <laughs> thing is is like i don't want any anybody can give like a sensual massage or like a you know like relaxing anyone, anyone can do that <laughs> anyone can i do want that. somebody to be able i want somebody to be able to give me like an athletic massage i want it to actually do something for me how much time have you as as women dating mm-hmm. how much time have you spent watching men play video games oh man oh man I'm sorry. You had in this current relationship, and in, in in any relationship, just like total. total? Hours in, no in, what about like percentage of the relationship across your dating career? It's more time than I've spent having sex. <laughs> well, that's upsetting. <laughs> um. I mean, <laughs> I've dated someone who. Right now, I'm dating someone who plays um rocket league are you familiar with rocket league yeah yes car soccer is basically what it is and i do not know why he's obsessed with this game but he is obsessed with this game and i will be doing schoolwork or reading while he's playing this video game uh in a time that i remember particularly i was reading this romance novel that had a sex scene in it and i was like getting to like the the most heated part the part where it's like okay well this is about to happen they're, they're about to do it they're kissing they're, yeah. they're kissing laying yeah. down and they're naked and you don't say and, and Bryce what? while playing video games lets out the biggest burp I've ever heard <laughs> making me say okay I think I'm done with this book because I can't 
I can't read this in a safe space. <laughs> he was like a, the book was about at that point of insertion. And I, all I hear is the loudest burp that I've ever heard in my life. It just doesn't line up. That's what modern <laughs> dating is. <laughs> I'll say I haven't experienced that particular situation for, I would say like, I would say like 5% of the time of the relationship, which really isn't that much. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. One person. Okay, over the time of the relationship, a percentage is based on you know the whole. It's a part of the whole. Well, you know what? I was told there would be no math on this podcast. Well, we already did math before you came on, and I already fucked it up. So okay. Well, every time we do math, it's just wrong. Remember that one time when we talked about how fast you need to run around the world? (laughs) I don't think that was the exact conversation it was like how fast the earth is spinning every day and then you have to add how so how fast where does it end so if the world is spinning at a certain speed how fast would you have to run opposite that to not move like the earth is like a treadmill and you're like you're running so fast that you're basically the earth is running under you it's definitely, yes. uh, I don't know. Let's, <laughs> let's Google it again so we can have the correct thing. How no, no. fast? We don't need, we, this is a podcast to spread misinformation. We don't want exactly. Roughly a thousand miles per hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, we're trying to spread misinformation. Two million miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we're going to play straight to jail. We're going to play and... not my cup of tea. <laughs> not my cup of tea. That's for, that's for a time that has passed. We don't talk about that time anymore. It's kind of actually the same segment if you think about it. Kind of, yeah. You're right. Uh, Straight to jail is just things that we violently don't like and we think that people should go to jail for. They're not actual crimes. Mm -hmm. I'll let the police take care of those. So my first straight to jail is people who comment on things online, like, thank you for blank representation. Like that person is just living and posting so, so that they can represent X group and not just posting for themselves. And I hate that when they're like, thank you for mid-sized body representation. It's like, no one asks you. Yeah. <laughs> no one asked you to do this. And then the person posting is like, that was not my intention. Yeah. My intention mm-hmm. was not to represent this specific thing that is typically underrepresented Mm -hmm. i just was posting this just to post it yeah okay that's a good one um okay i'll i'll do another one uh when people post a photo with their significant other whether it's an anniversary engagement whatever and they have to put in the caption we've had our ups and our downs i'm like sure Sure. As any couple, we got to be like that. They're like, we've definitely had our downs. Yeah. We, we drive each other crazy. I'm like, sometimes I want to. <laughs> this relationship is bad. <laughs> sometimes I, I find myself holding a knife over him while he's sleeping. But you know what? God damn it, do I love him? <laughs> I check wood chipper rental prices to see what size little bits I can chop him up into sometimes. But turns out okay. Because he made me burnt toast that one time. Happy <laughs> happy two-month anniversary, babe. Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard this theory recently that was like the longer the post is for for him, 
the more likely they are to break up. Yeah, okay. long captions in general, long yeah. serious captions. You don't have to. to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay, Colin. Uh, people who mix metal silverware with plastic plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a Ooh. it's a bad it's a bad feeling. I, Is yeah. it what about plastic silverware, regular plates? Slightly less bad. But <laughs> it also feels worse. Bad. <laughs> you, you need metal silverware with ceramic plates and plasticware with plastic plates. And that's, that's the natural order of the world. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else is an abomination. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That's a fact. Uh, my next one is when you're online and you see something that's like life hack, but you have to buy the product for it to be a life hack. That's not a life <laughs> hack. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should go to jail. That's for just suggesting a that, that, That's just, that's just advertising. Okay. Like, I, I don't know what they think. Life hack is I don't have to buy anything and, and I just do one little thing and that's a hack. It's not a hack to spend my money on something. Anyways, I, that's I true. Life hacks where they're like, it's a life hack. You just, you got to set up a ping pong ball that startles a parrot that you specially trained to perch on a ceiling fan. <laughs> and if you wake up and you flick this domino, then you can make orange juice easily your like, life your life hack is just a real like it's, it's too many steps <laughs> too many steps <laughs> it's enough slices all right so okay. do you have a straight to jail me yeah yeah um people who think that ross is the best character on friends yeah that's federal to jail. federal offense yeah i don't trust um, people who think that ross is the best character no. really you know, oh. you know anybody else <laughs> in the world who can shout pivot and just create comedy gold? If you think that's comedy gold, Colin, just sign off of this Zoom. <laughs> just sign off. If you think that's the comedy gold of the show. It's the, he's high, just, the high point of friends. He's mansplaining. He's so whiny. Okay, I won't go off. I won't go off. His but entire really humor is mansplaining. Nicole, this is your platform. Yeah, this is your podcast. You can go mm-hmm. off. This is the only time you can. Female and I won't tell you to shut up. I, I bring it up because I've been rewatching Friends. And mm, okay. he is the literal worst. Mm-hmm. Do I think Friends is the most groundbreaking, amazing show ever? No. I think it's a fun show to watch in the background. Sure. Ross is the epitome of everything that's wrong with men. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who think they're funny and they're not. I paleontologists, right? <laughs> Dinosaurs. He's everything that's wrong with paleontology and hair gel. And he <laughs> literally is just everything he does is either whiny or misogynistic. He comes in the room when one little thing goes wrong, and he's like, "Hi." Like, go fuck yourself, Ross. It was honestly dead on. He is the <laughs> worst. And if you think he's funny, I'm embarrassed for you, number one. I'm sorry. Number two, I'm calling the cops. Okay. All right. Move it. Moving on. Here's my next straight to jail. Instagram should go to jail for telling us that they were going to get rid of likes and then never doing it. Okay. But for some people, it doesn't, likes don't show up. Yeah. It'll what say, is that? so-and-so and others mm-hmm. and that's yep. how it says it's yeah, like a test and actually i think it's, it's a been setting. In test for four years i think it's a setting no way 
I'm pretty sure you can change it to where likes don't show up. I'm like 90% sure. So actually the person who should go straight to jail is you first <laughs> for, of all. for caring about likes. No, it's just, it's annoying that like they told us, Hey, we're going to take away likes because we, we know that our platform is harming people in their opinions of their self-worth. And then they're like, but it's on you. It's on you to take care of that. Well, that's true. But also, <laughs> I don't ever pay attention to the number of likes on anything. For Nicole, when it gets into the hundreds of thousands, it just, it loses. Yeah. Right. It's like, right. I don't even, oh, do you mean like on your own posts? Because you're always yeah. able to see how many people liked your own post. I don't want to know how who's liking I thought you post. mean other people's posts. I just want to you- see this is liked. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid that I have to be well, like, okay, I ha- I got 10 likes on this but I'm followed by 800 people. So either no one cares about me or no one's seeing my content and both, both seem not great. What the heck Instagram? Why did all these people follow me? If they don't want to see my stuff, show my things. I have no idea. I can't help you there. Yeah. But I think it's a straight to jail. Okay. (laughs) Maybe on my end, that's fine. We can battle this out in court. (laughs) <laughs> no, they, they get no trial. <laughs> I don't think you understand no the premise. Trial. This is straight to jail. This is straight to jail. <laughs> straight to prison. <laughs> no. There will be jail. No We're not uh, monsters. Okay, go ahead. People who ask, uh, are you busy? Before they ask you what they're going to want from you. Mm-hmm. People are like, are you busy right now? And I'll be like, no, I'm, I'm cool. And they're like, cool, can you drive into the airport? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I mean, I'm not busy, busy, but like, I'm not airport. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that thing. You're like, this uh, is actually, this is actually the first time I haven't been busy and I I'm enjoying myself. That's like people who say, can I ask you a question? And you're like, just ask it, (laughs) just ask it, just come right out and say it. Mm -hmm. If if I don't want to answer, I just, I'll say, I don't really want to answer that. Yeah. Um, Sometimes people say, do you have the capacity for me to answer a question at work? And my thing is, is I don't have the capacity to answer that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't take it seriously. I, yeah. I did have capacity before you asked me that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm out of capacity. Sorry. That was actually only capacity for one question. And you just asked it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Nicole, do you have any others? I have one last um, one. Well, I just have an addendum, not an addendum. Um, I guess, I don't know. In addition to one I said last time, which was when people say Nordstrom's and it's obviously like Nordstrom, Postino's, whatever. Well, the main one that I was forgetting was people say old Chicago's. (laughs) It's old Chicago. I can't stop making it possessive when it's not possessive. Okay, I'm done. It is the worst yeah. I, I would think with your history working at BJ's, you would know that Old Chicago was found by by Alfred J. Chicago. Right. It, it is possessive. And he is old. And he and is old. It's old Chicago's. Well, when I'm he like, dies, is it going to be of... dead Chicago? You never know. He could already be dead. Mm. Anyway, I'm just like, I just read what it says yeah. on the sign and on the website and on Google Maps. And then you just don't have to make it possessive. You just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel you. If if it was a person, it's O L apostrophe Old Chicago. Sure, Old Chicago. (laughs) But it's Old Chicago. It's a place. 
do you hold the same is it an equal mortal sin for somebody who puts the in front of things yes where it's like i'm 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 going i'm going to the to the chick-fil-a yeah my friend tanner who was on the podcast used to say i'm watching the stranger things <laughs> i was like that's a fucking offense <laughs> what are you gonna say like i'm watching the euphoria i'm watching the parks and rec like yep. how would you say that the stranger things that's like a huge thing off. that's like a huge thing in ukraine because people say like the ukraine which like we don't do that for any other country people say the u.s yeah because it's the united states of america oh, but you right. wouldn't say the america <laughs> right you're right it's actually called the united states of america yeah you're right is it the dominican republic yeah right yeah Okay. Uh, actually, maybe, no, I'm not gonna... <laughs> maybe well, I need fine. to go I'm straight to jail. <laughs> send, send out some misinformation. Oh, no, you know what? I'm so sorry. Is it's it just, called that? It's just Dominican Republic. We oh got to stop calling it the Dominican Republic. What about United States of America? That's probably what it's called, too, huh? I don't have answers. For too much work to search it. <laughs> Colin, do you have answers? The France. No, it doesn't work. This is answers, the France. <laughs> the China. Well, um, well, here's the thing though, like every the the well, one, two things. One, Dominican Republic is a, is a translation. Like it's it's a Spanish country and, and the natives call it what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um and, and so like yeah. whatever we call it is likely a grammatically a mispronunciation of, of what it's supposed to be. And also like every country has a bunch of qualifiers in front of the actual what we know as the country name like i'm I'm pulling this out of nowhere but it'd be like the united unified democratic states of france or like the royal blessed country within (laughs) the regions of the confines of spain like everything like every country has their official name is like a really long thing and then we just call it spain oh but it, like that's kind of weird because like it's we're like the weird. united states of america and everyone was like yeah just keep calling them that because they're fucking losers the <laughs> <laughs> u.s yeah i know it's kind of weird though because it's like i don't call like you wouldn't call someone from a different country not their actual name like you wouldn't meet a juan and be like hey john you know that yeah, would be right, right. that'd be racist you don't do that right you know but like we do that for the countries. But what what you would do is say, "Oh my God, I studied abroad in Puerto Rico," and I, like, "Hola." That's what you would do. That's what you should do. <laughs> That's what I do anytime I meet somebody from straight, a foreign country. Straight from the mouth of our new white cis male host. Hola. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter the country either. That I just was good for now. That was good pronunciation. I, <laughs> actually hola <laughs> hola i studied abroad in italia uh-huh in, in firenze <laughs> mexico in mexico yeah um, yeah actually that's another Perry. straight to jail is if you over enunciate that word that's from a different country like croissant you deserve to be sent to jail okay, but it's not croissant <laughs> can't be out here saying i think it's like <laughs> You say croissant. I don't say croissant. <laughs> fucking loose. You just said it. I just said it. <laughs> Dramatized <laughs> for the moment. 
taken out of context. <laughs> what are we eating? Is it spaghetti? <laughs> Sorry, just, it's, it's from when I studied abroad. I just, like, I can't, it's I a margarita. You're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but why I, is that? I hate you now. I, I don't know you, but I, I hate yeah, exactly. you more. Yeah, I, yeah that's that just so telling. Straight to jail. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how, wait. I how have are a those really people good ironically racist? Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, you have another one? I have one more really okay. good one. I also have one just really quick. It's just going to be Disney adults again. And I will say it <laughs> until the end of time because I don't understand. And I'm scared. <laughs> Bad. So, okay, here's my one. And this is probably going to ruffle the feathers of some people, but I don't care. Um, Let's get political. Nicole. When when people shake it up, uh, call themselves like a parent because they have a pet oh, and they're yeah. like, I'm oh a dog yeah. Mom. My my fur baby, fur baby? No. Straight to jail. Yeah. No bail. Do, um what about plant parents. No, I I was worse. literally just about to say that con because I just returned a book to the library I didn't read because it was about plants and the first line was your plant baby is ready oh. to come home with you and I was like oh. I can't read this so Absolutely I, that's not. where I stopped. And here's the thing. I understand having a pet is one, a big responsibility and two, a really big deal and a really special bond for people. I understand that I have pets. Stop posting on mother's day, a picture of your fucking dog <laughs> and being like, so blessed to finally be a mother. Yeah. Unless you You're somehow push that idiot like, out of your vagina. I don't even, I mean, I'm just like, I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't not understand it. I just think it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think those people should go to jail is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. 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 Like, just be cool about having a pet, you know? Mm-hmm. Just be yeah. cool about it. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any more comments? If you don't, I have a last question. No, I, I do. And it's... You do? Okay, sweet. We'll, we'll see how this works in the editing bag. Okay. Uh, so my, my thing is... Uh, Straight to jail involves quite a few parties, and there's a few different people who, who are contributing to this. And you know, I think I think we're all ruffling feathers here. Uh, Jackie's Jackie doesn't like her Disney adults, and <laughs> Nicole doesn't like her people who birthed dogs and cats. <laughs> I I have an ongoing war with tapas, and. <laughs> And and the tapas from España. Um, from what I studied abroad in Barcelona. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so it starts with every every waiter, you go to a tapas place, and every waiter feels the need to explain tapas to you. No, that's so true. Where they're like, oh. They're like, oh, have you dined with us before? And we're like, no, but I've been a human for <laughs> any time in the past five years. So I know what you're about to say. And they go, this is our take on small plates. So instead of everybody getting a, a, an actual reasonable amount of food for a meal, we're going to give you a bunch of food. And then here's where my second party, the chefs or the restaurant restaurateurs come in. And they're, we're going to give you a plate of food that has a weird number of food items on it. It'll be like, <laughs> here's our bacon wrapped figs and it's going to have like three or six and you're a group of four. And then they're just going to, you're just going to have to like divide them up weirdly and cut them up. They don't put reasonable numbers of tapas on tapas plates. 
Uh, and it's never enough food. It's like a single grape leaf around some rice or something like that. And they call that food. Uh, and then the, the third person who I, who I don't like is the person who takes charge of ordering, especially at tapas places where they're like, oh, I got this guys. And then, and then speaks to the waiter on your behalf where they're like, yeah, we'll take two orders of the bacon wrapped figs and we'll take one order of the grapes around a single grain of rice. And then, you know, I know you have a single octopus tentacle on a bed of sprouts and I think that's good. And then we can all just kind of munch on different plates from everybody. Uh, and, and I'm like, no, I would like to order my own food, please, because I'm hungry. <laughs> I expect to not leave this place hungry. And I don't give you the right. I, I don't secede my right for you to, to, to you to order for me. Uh, so yeah, those are the people who I think deserve to go straight to jail. Anybody yes. associated with tapas. True. I agree. That's, that's like, so true. If, yeah. The only time I'll allow someone to order for the whole table is if they're paying for the whole table. All right, go off. If you're going to do that, sure. And usually I just like that when I'm the one serving the table. I'm like, yeah, you're ordering for everybody. Just tell me what you want and put it all in one check. Nice. Yeah, that's the easiest way to do it for sure. That kind of also reminds me of something something else when you said, you know, someone just taking charge of that situation. Another thing I really don't like when people do is, you know, when you're driving and you're making a turn. And there's a pedestrian. So you're waiting for the pedestrian and they're like, no, 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 go, go ahead. And you're like, who made you the crossing guard here? Like you're not trained for this. You don't know what you're doing here. I hate that. It's like, why are you the boss of me? Listen, I'm in a car. car. It's, it's even better when they tell you to stop. Where they're like, no, no, you, you hold up. You, you go, you go ahead. This, we're going to let this other car go. Well, they seem yeah. more of a hurry than you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was, I think, our the end of our segment, unless anyone has any more. No, that was the end of our segment. I have a question. Okay. The, I just, sometimes I get these questions in my head and I just can't answer them and they're really stupid. So just be warned that this is a stupid question. Why are slices always triangle shaped? Slices of what? Anything. I think, I don't think that's even accurate. First and foremost, think about it. It is orange slices, pizza Tri- slices. Tri- Are you talking Tri- about triangle. wedges? Pie slices. Oh, you're talking. Okay, slices of something round. Yeah, Jackie, it's big triangle. All right, <laughs> triangle lobby, trying to get more triangles into our daily diet. I think you're talking about things that are round that are sliced into basically wedges, and if they're round, it has to be sliced into a shape like that, probably. If, what shape if is a wedge, take, a triangle. Take a pizza and cut square slices into you a pizza. You can. Yeah, of course you Straight can. Straight to jail. But <laughs> it's not right because the edges are rounded. So it's never going to be a square. Okay, but think about like a slice of bread, a slice of cheese. Like those are just regular non, non-triangular shapes. Mm. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's like no, no. points for me. No, no, the woman was too stunned to speak. You're cornered now. Your host. Oh man, that's slice tastic. <laughs> Get out of here. Shake jail. Well, that's all the time we have. Yeah. This was like yeah. a radio show. Yeah. Slice-tastic. Um, this was seriously lovely, even though I had absolutely no structure. I think it was very, very fun. I think and, it was really fun, yeah. really funny. And you it's have gonna be a fun standing, because <laughs> you have a standing uh, invitation. I was gonna say ovation, 
that's not right. So <laughs> much standing invitation to come back anytime. This this has been a bucket list uh, thing for me since oh. just being on a podcast in general. And then ever since this podcast started, I've been like, man, I really need to change my Instagram handle in case I get on this podcast so I can I can say something memorable when they ask me to plug my Instagram. Um, so it's been it's been a long time coming and I'm glad I very much appreciate the opportunity to be here. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Well, speaking of plugging yourself, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram? Um, hinge, wherever, wherever you can be found. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jackie's attic. No, <laughs> damn it. Uh, no, I, I am, I'm off the dating apps right now. So that, that content has been as, as so you we'll can't know. find him on hinge. So you, uh, my profile might be out there. Um, it, I, I've deleted the apps, but I don't know that I deleted my accounts. I should look into that. Um, so yeah, you can maybe find me and then, and, and shoot a, shoot a, a like into the cyberspace ether and see what happens, uh, <laughs> shoot your shot. But yeah, uh, big, big place to find me would be Instagram at boy meets scooter, uh, classic love story. Uh, and that's about it. I have a Facebook as well, which is my name. Uh, I don't post. Not not say, you we have not said once on this episode. We have not said once. We're gonna have to say it in the intro before you come on. Because <laughs> I'm this, I'm this mystery guest. Yeah, uh, mystery guest. Honestly, yeah. when we post on the Instagram, it's just gonna be a silhouette of a man. <laughs> Who's that? It's like and a question mark in the other one. A Facebook <laughs> avatar when you don't have a picture. <laughs> or the egg on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I might have a Twitter too that I haven't, I haven't posted on. I'm not active on social media. Instagram is the best place to find me. Uh, yeah shoot me a follow boy at boy meet scooter well it was a delight to have you great to see you as always well do you want to say it with us colin do you want to say it's been so good so more, far? more than anything in the world okay, okay. great so, well, so well really quick yeah you know where you can find us uh connery said my handle you can find nicole at nicole pilgreen and you can <laughs> you can find <laughs> us at what's our instagram at so good so far at so good so far podcast at, at so good so far podcast at gmail.com yes <laughs> exactly yes exactly. Yep, on, on instagram. yeah <laughs> thanks for joining us it's been so, so good, good so, so far, far. But that was good on my end. <laughs> 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 <laughs>